give yes. us fucking bad herpes or whatever. Which is exactly right. what the fuck Corona is. That's exactly what the fuck is. It's <laughs> <laughs> bad herpes. And that's part of the point. <laughs> That's part, of, that's part of this shit Like firstly We running out of goddamn space To bury everybody Everybody buried on top Of everybody else No I was just gonna say Who allows this How can the government Allow this shit How can you allow someone Who's running a lab To pull this shit up Go ahead man. Go ahead and I have a conspiracy theory Okay If I can build it Somebody in Microsoft Okay I figured this shit out I was pondering nigga What I'm saying is If you if you don't know You got the fucking Romies nigga You ain't know You got the Romies Nigga what the fuck you mean Hey nigga You ain't gonna trust family You ain't trust nobody Nobody's safe right now No nigga I love, I love family You are at fault nigga. I get a text man. Just the other day nigga. Yesterday morning Or the day before Nigga Show yeah. on some Motherfuckers that work For the, the property manager mm-hmm. On some Yo uh, Notice you ain't paid your bitch No you ain't know this shit. Shut the fuck up, okay? <laughs> we are the, the Why Not, Not Podcast. Podcast. Happy 420 to all the smokers out here. <laughs> We're out your representing. No, let me go fight by half lit blood, bro. Hold on, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta burn somewhere, nigga. Somewhere you gotta, you gotta burn some, nigga. You gotta burn some. That's what I'm saying. You gotta have some burning somewhere. Nigga. Get some, nigga. Get some. I'm gonna wait on you. Motherfucking why not podcast? Corona cannot keep us down. What you mean, bro? We keep Corona away, nigga. We keep Corona away, nigga. Hey, but bro, listen, the re-up is a situation, my G. The hey, re-up bro. is a situation. Hey, bro. It's a, it's, it feels like, a, you know, um, <laughs> one of those heist movies that Nicolas Cage was, was in a gun in 60 seconds. Oh, nigga. Oh, nigga. Oh, nigga. Oh, nigga. You're nigga. you nigga. you got to be out here with it, nigga. I had, I, had I, I found like three different stashes. I could, I three different places I could stash some shit. But anyway, um, I'm not buying anything hey, from nobody. Nigga. I don't know shit. I don't like hey. shit. I don't go out. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't want nobody hey, coming. So nobody better come to me, nigga. Shout out to you. Welcome, welcome, welcome back welcome. at it, the motherfucking Why Not podcast episode. Bizarre, the homie. M Y easy man episode twenty six Singanch twenty six yes yeah, twenty six yes. yes motherfuckers um what the fuck day is it today dude? today's a motherfucking Monday it's motherfucking uh, twenty nigga that's what it is don't tell nigga, me nigga, my life nigga, oh, shit, ask me why I'm mad nigga ask what? me why I'm mad nigga please ask me why I'm mad because I'm mad okay mad rapper why are you mad nigga? why are you mad you mad rapper why are you mad I'm mad bro you What's know um. You know how it's Jack Gray up to some shit you just don't understand. You think you know it until you get older and you notice it. Um, yeah. uh, one of those is a song, I think was, who was it? Ringo Majingos. When uh, he says, Ogo Ahamba Pekai. Elikai Selokai. Yabada. Yabada. Nigga, I didn't understand that song until last night, nigga. Oh my god, nigga. Oh my Jesus Christ, nigga. What the fuck so um initially we were quarantined. I was quarantined with my girlfriend. And after 21 days, she was like, fuck this shit, nigga. I'm going. 
<laughs> can't do this no more, nigga. She can't do this shit no more, nigga. Oh shit, Joe Kardashian. Signed up for twenty one days. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, nigga, she was like, nigga, I only signed up for twenty one days of this shit. Come, nigga. Come on, nigga. Which was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was cool. I mean, you know, it was dope that during that initial quarantine time, it was like a workable environment. You know, nothing crazy happened. You know, mm-hmm. you know. So I was like, I right, cool. Then I need my space to do my own things. Ah, does she not leave? Am I, and firstly, I fuck up and I try to take a, a, a midday nap and wake up at like midnight. Now it's that's midnight why, and I'm fresh. That's why your ass was texting me at two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning. Oh, what nigga. the fuck is this nigga doing up? Nigga, midnight and I'm fresh, nigga. I'm up and it's cold as a motherfucker. And there's no fucking like body lava, nigga. You know what body lava is, nigga? <laughs> you know what body lava is, nigga? <laughs> If you took an ice cube and mm-hmm. you put it on somebody's thighs and that 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 fucking ice cube melts, nigga, that's fucking body lava right there. That's what it that's is. That keep you warm, nigga. That's, that's what that's what keep it is. The fucking winter at bay, nigga. Oh, niggas be bad. That's why I'm mad, nigga. So your ass, my whole fucking. You you, 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 you couldn't survive. You didn't last one motherfucking day since she left. Not even 24 hours. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be at 4 o'clock in the morning like, hey, babe, listen. I don't know what you talk about space and all that jazz. Oh, no, but I know it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, Yo, But we survive, we get by. It's been a crazy uh, time. On your side? Um, well, I had the weekend alone as well. Um, um, the missus had um, vacated the premises. She went back home. She was she was like, nah, I miss this motherfucker too much. If I stay here with you, you go get me mad over some small shit and I might kill you because this shit is the... Or you can me pregnant. No, no. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, man, hold on. In the nah. times of Corona, the hey, is hot. You can't just be. <laughs> but I'm saying, in Gaza, December. Oh my God, I tell you, now more than ever. Mm. But um, yeah. So she she went back home. She saw the family. It was beautiful, bro. And she came back this morning. So shit. Hold on, nigga. Wait, nigga. Let's let's have this conversation about our living arrangements under Corona. So, Shorty was was around, and this was the first time she bounced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was also here from beginning of lockdown. Yeah, motherfucker. People only signed a short term contract. We didn't sign up for this good. After day 21, when these niggas said extension, oh. they said, ah, I need to, uh, need to, need to, need to terms, bro. Gotta reevaluate the whole thing. Yeah, bro. Nigga. it ain't shit. It ain't shit. I need some space from you, nigga. But um, yeah, no, it was good, bro. It was good. I got to I got to fuck around, play some loud music all day, play some rap music mm. all motherfucking day. Shit. Yeah. And then um, yeah, and then she came back, we was playing some R and B in the morning. I'm like, God. Damn, nigga, god damn. When's the last time you had Jaheem, nigga? I was playing that nigga shit. Man. Who fucking Jaheem? Jaheem, nigga. That's the I was like, man. Man. 
Come that's on. That's who you should be playing, man. I know. Like, if you paint Jaheim, you might as well be playing some hip hop shit. That ain't some shit. I know, I know. That, that's the only shit I play. That's my <laughs> shit. But um, but I still miss my rap, man. But no, it was good, bro. It's all good. It's all beautiful. What have you learned about Corona? Uh, or what have you learned that is Corona relevant in these days? Uh, you mentioned earlier uh, a documentary. Yo. Yo, the problem is you don't know what the fuck to trust, right? You don't know who yeah, to trust. Yeah. That's the problem. But apparently, I just need to do deeper research. Now, the other problem is that all of the shit that I learned about is shit that's happening in China and the Chinese yeah. ain't on the internet. Can't trust nothing what these niggas is saying, bro. Firstly, you can't trust can't what they're saying. And and these motherfuckers. Oh, you can't even trust what they say. They say exactly. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not on the internet, so nobody knows. Everybody just takes somebody else's word for it. That spoke to someone in China. Yeah. So, but apparently, this 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 um this scientist, uh, this lady called she she's in Lee or some shit like that. Yeah, she's in Lee. Um, mm. and her work is basically studying the. Um, the viruses contained in different animals, right? And part of the animals that got her interest was bats. So it seems like they were correct in saying that the shit came from bats, but not necessarily from just eating the motherfuckers. Um, she has been... From associating with those motherfuckers, like calling yourself Batman. Bitchy Bruce got corona. Bet money, bet money, Bruce Wayne. Listen, listen, if you're looking at this way, this nigga been quarantined. This nigga been quarantined the whole time. He comes off in a mask as soon as he goes public. This nigga been got corona, bro. That's that's what I'm saying. And he been um, fucking with the bats, though. Continue. Exactly. Batman ain't shit for real, bro. But um, I'm telling you, nigga. Everything in life is a reminder. Okay, just <laughs> sometimes, just it's fine to be a billionaire. You see what happens? That's it. That's it. Batman. This is this is who we have to blame for fucking Donald Trump. <laughs> That's true. He gave that nigga that ambition. That That's who the fuck we have to blame. For fucking fucking Donald Trump, Bruce Wayne came up with this billionaire mentality that just because I got money, I can be whatever the fuck I want. Okay, now Iron Man did it, but he did it well. Iron Man, Bruce Wayne, like, come on, bro, come on, bro. I wouldn't be surprised if Trump got some shit like this. Let's not get sidetracked by motherfucking Bruce Wayne. This this doctor in China, this bitch, is out here. Finding ways to transmute, hope that's the right word, transmute or transmutate, but take the viruses from the bats and put them in motherfucking humans. Not even do it herself. Exactly, exactly. Everybody's like, okay, okay, cool. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. So we come, right? So your job is to find out how the fuck we're going to end up being infected by these bats. That's what your job is. Why? Why are you doing this? For what? And there's no answer. There's no good logical answer for why the fuck she's doing no, no, this. Tell me more about this story. So this so, she's learning how to 
give yes. us fucking bad herpes or whatever. Yeah, which is exactly right? what the fuck Corona is. That's exactly what the fuck Corona is. <laughs> That's bad herpes, nigga. That's what the fuck we got. Herpes don't go away. The virus don't go away. That's all. Niggas go get it down, nigga. Why you think we've been living in pets all these years, nigga? We've been fucking social distancing, nigga. What the fuck? You think this shit is sweet, nigga? Mother nature. Bats been getting the ass kicked, bro. But now we got this shit. So basically, what they were talking about is how they were studying when they were studying the virus, the COVID virus. Mm. And I wonder if there was COVID-19 because it was supposed to be released in 2019. But anyway, um, once they were studying it, they found that the cells were similar to um, the SARS. You remember the SARS epidemic a few years ago, um, which was also... I heard about that shit, but I thought... I'm sure that was some white people shit. (laughs) No, that was. That That shit happened in Africa, but... I don't think so. Or maybe not that much. Because the only SARS we I know about it on the African continent is the African Revenue Services. And those motherfuckers is here. And those niggas ain't giving nobody no breaks. Them niggas are still here. They're still here. Nigga. I know SARS, the illness, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. disease. So it was also a respiratory system, um, system type of virus which fucked with your shit. So now... Mm. What seems to have happened is that she then engineered to get the what's it called ketones. Ketones are, are like the connecting blocks, right? The meshing gears. So the shit that will come and join into contact for and allow the virus to enter human skin, for instance. That's how we you're able to contact the shit via someone coughing, even if it doesn't go to your mouth or whatever. It can stay in your shit uh, and enter your skin, actually. Mm. So, you get this through your pores, through osmosis and shit. Nigga, it it seems like it's possible. I, like anything is possible at this point because what they were talking about is, um, oh no no no, not not osmosis. My bad, my bad. Right, not through your skin. It's once it gets through your entry points, like your nose, your mouth, your your eyes, whatever, your ears. Um, that's what allows it to then enter the membranes, the, uh, your actual, your, your body to enter the bloodstream and all of that shit. So otherwise they'll just be mm. bouncing around like, like wax in your ears or, you know, or snot in your fucking nose. It'll just be so bouncing it's like, around. So this bitch is trying to figure out how does this shit bond with our DNA? So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. How does like, it enter? Yeah. yeah. How does it enter the body and fuck with you for real? So they, yeah. they used, um, What's found because now the, the the problem is they know the virus in the bats, right? They know what it looks like, they know what it's composed of. And now when studying the virus in humans, um, the same virus, they found the differences being the, the reverse engineering and creation of these ketones that'll penetrate the human um human membranes specifically. That's why animals can't get this shit. That's why it's fucking with humans only, because it's been engineered to be able to uh, infiltrate human, uh, the human body and whatever. And that isn't natural. It wouldn't mutate. The virus wouldn't mutate in nature from bats naturally uh, mutate to be able to infect humans. It had to be. Like, it's yeah. specifically the same shit that is in SARS. It's specifically what allowed SARS to become a problem, to become infectious as much as it was, um, and all of that. So without that, it would be as dangerous as, as it wanted to be, but it wouldn't still wouldn't be able to infect us, right? Um, 
so they found that was that was like one of the one of the key things. So what the fuck is that? So the thing is that this bitch created a version that could like attach to our shits, and that's the shit that came out. Is this what they say? No, that's that's one of the things to show that this shit was uh, engineered. It was created by humans um, because mm. that wouldn't occur nat- naturally. And then the nucleic acid, like it's the virus's DNA type of shit. Um, that also has been engineered to survive and infect humans. It's it's it, that was uh, likened, I think, some ninety six percent to shit. I forget what it was likened to, but they found like it, it was basically a replication of another virus that's existed before as well. Some other flu that's uh, mm-hmm. been examined um, to be able to fuck up humans. That at that level, they put that shit in the in the in the nucleic acid of the shit, which is the DNA basically telling it how to fuck us up and then enabled it to be able to access our systems <coughs> to fuck us up. So as per that shit, as per the document I watched, none of that shit made sense to have occurred naturally. And then... So wait, what's the name of this documentary? Is this just on, on Netflix? It's on... I actually watched it on Facebook. I'm gonna try and check. It. I'm gonna oh, check it out shit. and try and uh, share it for you. It's like an hour. Oh, is it? Is it like one of those conspiracy theory talkies? Is it Got shot it. like uh, an episode of what's that Action Bronson series where they got high and watched alien <laughs> YouTube videos? That one. That one is shot as as some private investigative journalism type shit um, mm-hmm. where. They're, they're uncovering the shits that the media is not showing type shit. But now the difficulty is that researching the shit is the Chinese aren't on our internet. So it's tough to get the direct story from the source type shits or get whatever from them, really. Um, well, listen, I'm, I'm still out here, uh, you know, pondering conspiracy theories. And the latest one... No, but wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me just close this shit off, right? Oh, so okay. The whole thing is with the, the findings of the, um, the virus composition, it's linked back to the same bitch, the Xi Zengli. She is in, mm. is in Wuhan. Her lab is in Wuhan, where this shit then came from. Then it investigated the, um, the what did they call him? The, um, the food market. They had a specific name for that food yeah. market. Yeah, they investigated that shit. They didn't find no past. They didn't find any traces of this shit. And the fact that people who were infected first came from all different places, having had no contact with this food market or whatever, um, but being in pro, uh, in proximity, of course, in Wuhan. So it's rumored to to have said that one of the viruses being kept in that lab had escaped somehow, had got loose. And that's how the shit is spread. Because there are those viruses, there are coronaviruses, different strains that are kept in that lab as she's going through the experiments or whatever. So at any point in time, even if it wasn't her this time, but at any point in time, if anyone were to steal that shit, like some blacklist shit or some NCIS shit or whatever, but some Batman shit, if anyone were to steal the shit and let it loose, this shit would come alive again. This shit would happen again. So that's a reality. So it just doesn't make sense. Like, why are you investigating how the fuck to fuck humans up? How the fuck? Because Siapapa, as human beings, bruh, we got too much time on our hands. This is the problem with life and consciousness. Niggas get bored and idle. Bruh. We start trying to do shit. Bruh. 
You know, this is what happens. Biggest like got, got so bored and they're like, okay, let's plan, let's plan ahead. Let's That's let's try to kill ourselves. <laughs> let's find something that can't kill us. Figure out Figure what out. it would be to go to be able to kill us. What the fuck you mean? Ooh. And then let it loose so it starts killing us now. Like, yeah, let's actually put it to the test. No, the question is go ahead, man. Okay, continue. No, I was just going to say, who allows this? How can the government allow this shit? How can you allow someone who's running a lab to pull this shit off? Go ahead, man. Go ahead. And I have a conspiracy theory, okay? <laughs> if I can build it. Somebody in Microsoft, okay? <laughs> I figured this shit out. I was pondering, nigga. So, you know, nigga, like, rolled one, you know, lit one, spliff. And then I was thinking to myself, you know... If I am Microsoft and I've got this suite of products called Microsoft Office and Microsoft, all of this jazz, uh, Teams and all this jazz. Yeah. If I'm Microsoft and I'm essentially a company that can uh, uh, enable other companies to do whatever the fuck from wherever the fuck, the one thing I need is an Bro. opportunity to do a proof of concept. Right? They just needed an opportunity to do a proof of concept. Firstly, this shit apparently is not killing people <clears throat> at a high rate. This shit is here, it's going to kill motherfuckers, mm-hmm. right? But it's not that situation where everybody who, who's gotten in contact with it died. Mm. You know, so the mortality rates aren't high. It's, it's really but cool, it's yeah. there and it can kill you. So it's enough to convince people to be scared, right? And stay at home. It's enough to create a situation where people will need to make an effort to figure out if it's possible to work from home. Microsoft just said, I need an opportunity to do a part of proof of concept. Bill Gates jetted to Wuhan and said, yo, my nigga, I need these niggas indoors for like three months. I need motherfuckers to just like, hold up, wait a minute, let me put some spiffing in it nigga. and think. Nigga. Everybody's on this shit now, bro. And I'm saying Teams and Microsoft specifically because like integration-wide, that motherfucker has got a whole lot of everything to allow or enable the... Yeah. This, yeah. The social distancing version of, of, of corporate life. Yep. Yes, we've got things that help us do social things, but corporate life can be managed on these clouds and platforms mm-hmm. that Microsoft Teams and well and other companies and software providers, you know, can uh, cash out on. So this is the perfect fucking proof of concept opportunity for these niggas. If companies know, they realize that yo, I can split my overheads in half because half these motherfuckers don't need to be here. You know, and whatever that means in saving money, and this actually can work, and motherfuckers do function like this. And they fire people as well. They fire people that are said to not be essential. Yeah, because now they understand, like, yeah, nigga, now your value as a resource is not really you physically being there. Take me. I don't need you to be here really, really for you to actually be working, you know, which means I might be able to negotiate different terms. So, my conspiracy theory is these this is an entire procurement process. Okay, the world government is procuring Microsoft Teams from Microsoft and they are running a proof of concept to see if the world government can, you know, if 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 Microsoft Teams will be enough to run uh, uh, the world. The world. 
Yes. Uh, That's my conspiracy theory. Um, I haven't seen any documentaries or anything like that. Um, But I have been, you know, checking out some shit that might be of interest in the times of Corona. (laughs) And one of those things is the situation of like, what happens with lease agreements during the lockdown? Specifically along the question of like, if you can't pay your 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 what the fuck is this? Your red, nigga. Your red. <laughs> your red. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been in the matrix too long, nigga. Everything just the same. Everybody was my body, nigga. Everybody was. My That's body. what it is. That's what it is, man. Um, so if you anyway, can't pay your rent, shout outs to the lawyer nice. at the Why Not Podcast, MK, MK Pizza, MK Lawyer P. What up? What up? What up? <laughs> hey, I'm trying to give you some 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 general information without sharing. You know, trying to give some disclaimers without sharing. Drop some knowledge. Drop some knowledge. So the question is, can you get kicked out yeah. by your landlord if you don't pay rent, right? Or if your rent, if your lease expired at the end of last month, mm. can your landlord kick you out, right? Or yeah, in the end of March was during lockdown. Yeah. Um, and the answer is no. Uh, lockdown regulation says uh, evictions are suspended during lockdown. In fact, it goes as far as uh, municipalities can't catch your water. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And I guess yeah, if you're going to follow the logic, I guess that's what happened with load shedding. Yeah. Load shedding is at home, social distancing. You know? Yeah, we can't. Sitting we can't. in a dark room because he's the only motherfucker with no power. You know? <laughs> No shedding is living that life right now. So, hold so on. like it's that. Hold on, hold on. Uh-huh. So, what happens if I had my my water cut in February or in like, no, like, Oh, are they gonna bring it back? Yeah, I don't know. Well, nigga, you've been surviving since February without water. Obviously, you made a plan. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you found a pothole or something, but nigga, come on. I got watermelons. That's all I got. But um, I don't know, bro. I don't know if it, if it, if it's uh, effective to that extent to say now mm. your shit's gonna come back. Um, but I do know like shit happening in the middle of now. So for example, if I can't pay my rent and my mom, this motherfucker's on my ass about shit, technically, ain't shit they can do because. To evict me, you need to get a court order, then you need to get a sheriff to come evict me from my place, mm-hmm. ultimately, to do a lawful eviction. And to do all of that under the, the conditions of it's really corona impossible. are going to be tricky, right? Impossible. Yeah, so, uh, <clears throat> yeah, so if, you're land, if you're a tenant and you lose your job in the country and stay your ass at home, okay? So... When the landlord calls you, tell him I ain't got it. <laughs> I ain't got it. I can put some on it. Shit. So, I can put some on it. Let me put some on it. But um, so another question is then, um, so do I got to prove that I ain't got no income during this time? Or I can just... But that's the thing, though. That's a tricky thing, right? So <clears throat> if I'm in court, if this motherfucker takes you to court because he's trying to evict you, then I guess you'd have to, you know, you know, to show that you were. But no, I don't even. 
Nigga, no, bro. Like, it's evictions in general, bro. It's like, even if you breach your lease, bro, if you only said, thou shalt not smoke weed in the house, and the fucking landlord walks in on you smoking a fat man, technically, an eviction just on those terms Come. in these times would be tricky to execute. So, um, so there's that. That's a challenge. Um, but it's, I guess it's beneficial to people who are in a situation where I can't help this situation. I can't help if I lose my job as yeah. a result of fucking Bill Gates and Microsoft trying to make more money. Bro, bro, <laughs> I ain't bro. got no stocks in I Microsoft. Got, I ain't done shit. But um, so yeah. now, and then um, with the not paying shit, so you don't pay, let's say you can, right? You can, but you don't want to, like all of us. Like, fuck <laughs> all of us. <laughs> it's my um, land in the first place. Bro. Like, That's what that... Yeah, this is, these are the lands we should be taking back. Everybody <laughs> should just be putting in a claim for the apartment you live in. Right That's just right. right. That's just That's a state of security. Mm-hmm. Where I live, can I go get a claim and own this piece? Of just right here. I ain't got to move. Good. yeah. But um, so I don't pay yeah. for let's say as we all predict this shit is gonna last three months. Um, I don't pay for three months, and then the lockdown is over. Am I due all of the money that I was supposed to pay now, as an oh, in abundance? Or? So so this this falls a lot of shit falls into this category. The first one is under the question of what can the landlord do. That's the first general question. So what can the motherfucker do? I say, don't terminate. If you can't kick the motherfucker out, why are you terminating the agreement in the first place? Okay. Whether he's not paid or the lease has come to an end. Mm. I think your, pay, your best uh, position is to have a contract with, these motherf- with this motherfucker and a debt that is accruing. So the shit that you ain't paid yet is going to be paid once this shit closes with interest. Because most all of your lease agreements should already have uh, a provision catering for you paying interest on late payments. Okay. So yeah, there's yeah. that. Then the question with that is, when am I going to pay? So if, if, if I'm fucked for three months and I can't pay, and then I start and then I work, when then I get a new job, like, do I have yeah. to pay everything up front? Is it a, you know? <clears throat> Obviously, it would make more sense for people to say, listen, if I'm a landlord, I let you stay. There will be rent owed to me. There will be interest that accrues on that on that rent, right? That's mm-hmm. if the lease is still in place. Mm-hmm. If the lease expires, is expiring during the lockdown, maybe extend the lease, but extend it for three months, Duration. six months, or something. Yeah. A shorter, a shorter period instead of like a 12-month cycle, send it for six months <clears throat> or maybe longer because you still want time for that motherfucker to pay you back for the three months where he was staying at your place for free. So if you say extending for three months and in that three months the nigga only has money to pay you those three months worth of, of rent and then he leaves and you find a new tenant then you need to be chasing this nigga for three months worth <laughs> of rent. You know what I'm trying to say? So now so, wait, hold on. So yeah. does, does the law does the law um does it does it give the specific options as to what the landlord can do? What are the landlord's options 
that they can accept and negotiate yeah, no, with this, or those are up nice. to me and my landlord. Um, I mean, listen, contracts you can negotiate anything with your landlord, mm-hmm. right? So, for example, in the states, I saw this clip today. Some white dude was pissed, bro. He was pissed. He was pissed. He was fucking pissed at the government. Uh, you know, <laughs> corona, like a grand five of a monthly stimulus check. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. But these motherfuckers are expected to cover everything in that grand five. And apparently the the, the, the banks and shit like that, they, they were, I don't know what they call it, a furlough or something, an arrangement where if you don't pay you will pay it once the the the, the lockdown is, is is due, but it will all be due immediately. So if you miss three months of rent, you will need to pay that three months of rent in your first and month so after does. lockdown. Shit. And this nigga is mad. This nigga is like, what the fuck? Is y'all niggas stupid? Firstly, no 1.5 Maliam taxpayers' money. Don't get too comfortable. Give me back my shit, nigga. <laughs> Secondly, you banks and all that bullshit. Y'all niggas make billions or trillions on a quarterly basis in three months. And you're telling me in profit, not income. You yep. make billions or trillions in, in a quarterly basis. You're telling me I have to be financially prudent and safe, but you motherfuckers, you Bro. motherfuckers with all the money, you motherfuckers with all the money, you're, you're unsaved up. Y'all niggas need to be bailed out again. Bro. Type of situation, yeah. So then that goes to, to that situation. To say you can negotiate as far as the lease if you are in that position. Yes, hypothetically, you could negotiate to say, yo, um, uh, if if my lease expires or if my lease is to go enter into a, 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 a an acknowledgement of debt or payment plan or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, you know. I don't some know if you can do it now then, in a, yeah. something, right? To, uh, so that there's like an arrangement for, okay, I understand that there's money owed to you. I can't do that, but I ain't got it right now. But I sure. undertake to get it back to you in in, in, in four installments, you know, mm-hmm. separate from whatever rent I'll be paying you as a tenant after the, the, the lockdown is, has ended. Um. So there's those questions. I don't know on your side, bro. Have you had any encounters or conversations with people about losing jobs and lease payments and having to move out? I know you share the space with people that side. Nigga, why are you aren't you looking like you're at the damn Ronies, nigga? It's cold as shit where you is, nigga. What's going on? Nigga, I'm in the fucking room, nigga, and the windows are open and it's cold, nigga. Like, you know my life, nigga. Wait, hold on, hold on. Just on that point. But uh, I need to go into the house as well because the shit is cold as fuck out here. Nah, nigga, let's just take a break, bro. We'll come, we'll continue. It's 5 0. Quarantine 16. 2020. Hey yo, I play 5 0 in a country that never loved me. A place called home, master flag right above me. My face, what the president uses when shit is ugly. Cocking tears, I pull the trigger, save the wealthy from the hungry. Lock you in your place of residence, snatch your sedative. The family you feed off your hustle turns irrelevant. I see it all, homie, shit is devilish. But duty calls, yes, sir, Mr. President, it's left, right. 
left go against there's a chance you'll be buried with a bullet to the chest my heart sheds a tear but it's buried behind the vest cock the glock back lock take aim at all the best yeah a born sinner put on the earth to be your winner and five o's a little deeper than the get up i bleed blue on black boots and keep my chin up cause the politics and all of this the real nigga killer and y'all need to wake the fuck up chasing fantasies the government won't come up with no remedies my nigga get your cake up by any means Ufu Xenu push his spine, fuck the enemies We chillin' with the gods if all we see is each other And all we gotta do is spread love like a mother Put on your face mask, yeah I see you my brother How you putting gloves on when you ain't never used a rubber? Motherfucking why not podcast Taking a young break, you know uh, Cause COVID-19 allows it <laughs> Uh just yeah, shout out to motherfuckers putting in hard work during this this time. Uh, motherfucker to note Mr. Mac Awesomeson, the KTN movement at large, these niggas been working overdrive just like oh, five three mean. nigga. Oh five three Since in the house. February, they've been dropping like you know, projects and singles and projects and singles. They dropped the 420 EP. I think it's like what five to seven joints on that. Um, there's a few singles that came out surrounding the project. Um, I think the joint Ashes is on the project, if I'm not mistaken, or it was a separate single no, 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 no. by ET. Yeah, ET, um, Ashes was a separate single because 420 is just five joints. And yeah, it's not part of that. It's not part of that. Um, mm, mm, mm. But it was dope as hell. For anybody listening, check out our last episode. We had that joint there. Um, shout outs to the whole Kimberly movement, man. Yeah, shout outs again as usual to the homies uh, in Durban, all the motherfuckers putting in work in Durban. Shout outs Robin Third Floor, shout outs Lunge Lomanzi, shout outs Umjay in the Kwazulu Republic Movement, shout outs Usilo Dimba uh, and uh, the Deeply Rooted Movement and what the fuck those niggas are doing. Uh, I'm, I haven't seen too much movement actually now that I think about it. As far as podcasts um, adapting to lockdown locally, uh, I mean, I've seen the big, I guess, the quote-unquote big guys uh, podcast. I've seen them do that. Yeah. Uh, the other motherfuckers that I know that podcast is the Dojo. Or now they pre-recorded like three episodes in one day to yeah. drop for like three weeks into the lockdown type of situation. So it hasn't really been new content. Yeah. Um, the other cats is the sobering podcast. I haven't seen much. I don't know if there's content. I'm, I'm sure there is. Maybe I just haven't uh, been getting that content on my feed, but I haven't seen anything from those cats. I know there's quite a few others, but I don't know them. You know, those are the motherfuckers I'm aware of. Uh, but Shadows motherfuckers were still able to adapt right, to the times. Um, as weird as shit like Zoom is, I guess it makes this whole exercise a lot simpler uh, than it is without, you know, (laughs) using just the laptop, right? Just for motherfuckers to gather around, you know, to have the different expertise that are required to set up recording alternatively, um, you know, and get that content out is usually more troublesome than just, you know, being at the crib, you know, having time to yourself. And if you're fortunate enough to have equipment and Wi-Fi or data, you know, being able to just create some shit and put it out there. So 
Uh, back from the motherfucking break, am I easy? Anything else on your side before we break? We cut from the ads. Um, the ads are just shout outs. Because we can shout outs all the time, nigga. What the fuck we need ads for? Nigga? No, no, no. We need ads. We need ads because I got motherfucking niggas with companies and shit that I still want to shout outs. I'd be plugging my niggas' company, but that motherfucker still ain't got a name for this goddamn company. He just got product, um, which sounds like drugs, but it's not okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but uh, yeah, soon enough, soon enough, I want to plug his shit because I really dig, I really dig what he's pushing. Um, but yeah, that's what it is. We back from the break, man. We back from a long, what? Yeah, 17, um, 17 so hour break. Time lapse to the motherfuckers who are listening. Uh, the first half of this was recorded yesterday, and yeah. then you know. Uh, I don't know the fucking cables in the ocean that fucked up telecom. Somebody, <laughs> something happened and you couldn't connect. So we're picking it up from uh, yesterday, and this is one of the conveniences that this shit like affords us, bro. Like ordinarily, if we tried, if we'd set up the time and travel to record at a studio in fucking Centurion with the homies, oh, and we were working the whole day, we would record it overnight into the morning. If we lost recording, that's it until the next recording session. It's you know, gone, <laughs> yo. It's gone. We've lost. And when we come back, it's not really the same way to just pick up Convo yep. uh, from where you left off. Yep. Um, we're still talking about life in the times of Corona, um, specifically around lease agreements. And I was just asking you if you've thought about, you know, what COVID-19 is going to mean for your living arrangements or whether you know motherfuckers who had to deal with that situation? Well, the thing is, it's crazy because here where I'm at, everybody's still working. Like, I think there are, yeah. what, one, there's, yeah, it's literally one person who, and I think Nakona, it's some kind of side hustle. She, she's a chef, so she was working in a restaurant. So that shut down, of course. But I think she's got enough side hustles to not really feel the pinch. Um, but everybody else is still working. People are conference calling. People are on their laptops. People are Zooming for real fucking meetings. Um, well, work meetings, rather. Let me not say real as if anything. Um, but yeah, so we. So that's the crazy part. Because when this shit hit, I was chilling, right? I was like, nah, I'm not going to pay my rent. I'm gonna wait to hear what she gotta say, right? Yeah, what she gonna say, nigga? What, what you got? Do, nigga? What you what got? I ain't got it. Nigga. I ain't got What's it. What's gonna happen, down, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> right? So I chilled, and she ain't say shit, and nobody said shit. And then I was like, "Fuck this shit." But that's before I had confirmed all the eviction shits, even though I had a hint about it. Um, but I was like, nah, fuck this shit. Let me pay my shit. Because now, if she drags me anywhere down legally, what am I going to say? I'm still working, so I got an income. So what if I can not say? you are culpable. At least you are at fault, nigga. I didn't get a text just the other day, nigga. Yesterday morning or the day before, nigga. He showed yeah. on some motherfucker that worked for the, the property manager. Uh-huh. On some, yo, uh, notice you ain't paid your bitch. No. You ain't know this shit. Shut the fuck up, okay? <laughs> well, firstly, for you to say shit like that, you are underestimating my maturity as a human being, nigga. <laughs> you telling me we're going to lock out and I ain't gonna pay my rent, nigga? What the fuck you mean, nigga? 
<laughs> Fuck you, mean, nigga. So, how? 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 Of all the motherfuckers whose numbers you could have fucked up, how is it me? Yeah. Okay. How yep. is it? Me? Yeah, nigga. At least your ass is trying to run, nigga. This motherfucker is trying to lock me out for shit I ain't done. Shit, you did. Like, shit, like you didn't pay your rent, and it's still going down, my nigga. Might as well not pay it. But um, yeah, and I think I also share the same experience as you in the sense that, like, most of the people that I know uh, Mm. have jobs that have been able to like adapt, or at least for now, adapt and maintain staff loads. And whatever. Um, I was listening to Slicker. I was checking, he was doing an IG live with Black Lairs yesterday. Um, yeah. and he was talking about how he had like 20 some odd employees and he's down to like eleven now as a result God of COVID. Damn, nigga. God damn. You know, one of the homies on on the on the on the Stockfell side was talking about how his business he's had to like let go of some people. Um so yeah, I know it's a real thing, but like the people that I know personally, a lot of them are still in place in spaces where they're either essential services and they're working, yeah. or they are non-essential services but are still able to maintain the the, the, work. the employment. Yeah, like working offline as things stand. Yeah, and that's um, what it is really. Another thing that I saw, I've got like maybe two other points on uh, life under COVID, right? The, the next one is COVID-19 and co-parenting. Now, as a, as a co-parent myself, right? Yeah. Uh, somebody, somebody I love has a, 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 a way of teasing to say as a, as a victim of teenage pregnancy. <laughs> wow. That is wild. Yep. <laughs> Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, like we, 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 you make arrangements for like who's got the kid when, you know, who picks up the start in the third. Then COVID comes and the all niggas need to chill on that for a minute. Like, the where the baby thing. lives, right? Yeah, just relax on that. Then they relaxed the regulations um, and they say that you require a certified copy of their bridged birth certificate as a parent, um, as, I guess, evidence to move around for purposes of collecting in Ghana. And now, Kona, it's just like you go to baby mom's house, you pick the baby up, you straight back to the crib. There's no, you know, in-betweens type of situations. You can do that now. Um, yeah, 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 it was one of, it's one of the recent um, um, amendments to the regulations. I think it happened last week or some shit like that. Uh, okay. Um so yeah, the, a bridge birth certificate is, is the one that reflects the the, the parents' information. Uh, yeah. So you know, I guess that's to like link you to the birth certificate that relates to the child. Yeah. Um, my particular issue in this scenario is that I'm not reflected on my baby's uh, birth certificate. I was there; those motherfuckers took down my details, but I'm not there. You know, and this is like this is what COVID is bringing up. Now you asking yourself questions like, "Hey, why? How the hell? You know, how the hell is that even possible? You ain't reflecting on the abridged. Ain't the abridged supposed to have the two parents? That's the motherfucker. Was that supposed to have like her mom's name is on it? And who the fuck's the dad's name if your shit ain't on it? 
Because that's the point hey, of it, bro. To... Hey, bro, we got to... She looks just like me, bro. <laughs> she looks just like me, bro. <laughs> now, now, but you see, now this is like uh, COVID, like forcing you to, you know, uh, prioritize problem solving in life. Because yeah. this is something that I think is definitely something to like uh, address when I can make proper uh, time to attend at, at home affairs. I just hope it's not going to be an issue for me practically now when I do, um, you know, go uh, pick up my daughter or whatever. Yeah. Um, the last thing is COVID-19 and funerals. This shit uh, is... That is the craziest so, part. That's, that's been yeah. another thing. Wait, I need to shift. Yeah, we were this texting earlier. Catching my eyes right there, nigga. Right motherfucking there. Hold on. Yeah, we were texting earlier, though. About that. Do you see me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were yeah. texting earlier about... Um, I was telling you that, like, I have to, like, make moves now from Joburg to the Eastern Cape. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my uncles passed away. You know, I don't know of what as yet, you know. Uh, it's just been like the whole, thanks, bro. It's just been the whole question of like, what the fuck do you do with a funeral during COVID-19? And like, you know, there's regulations, but you don't feel the need to look into them until you get to do that. Shit. Until, yeah, some shit comes uh, up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, effectively, it's limited to close family. Um, they've got specific words to define what that close family is, but it's really like, you know, parent, grandparent. And then there is one generic, you know, generically word uh, regulation that, you know, say I was in a long-term relationship, but I wasn't married to somebody. So there is a a clause there that is an open-ended you know, to slot other people who you may not be blood related to or who may not be your children. Like me, for example, this is my uncle. It doesn't say nephews and shit there. You know what I'm trying to say? Uh, (laughs) It doesn't say nephews and shit on that thing. Um, So there's that, right? So it's limited to specific people. The the 50 people limit will still apply, you know, Um, my girlfriend had a, 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 part, a death in the family early, like in the early weeks of this shit. And, you know, she didn't go, but like shit went, you know, cops came through and, you know, we're trying to kick shit down, whatever, oh, shit. whatever. You know how, you know how this shit in the news is like, they come back to some situation. Um, but they came through, but then I think the, the, the family was able to talk to them and say, all right, we're going to kick everybody. We're going to do a head count of 50 and kick everybody else out. Mm-hmm. Did a head count of 50 and kicked everybody else out. Okay. So there's a 50 limit that still applies. Um, and for purposes of traveling, now this is where motherfuckers like me, you know, like our family is not in Joburg. You know, my family's in the Eastern Cape, so a motherfucker got a journey to the Eastern Cape, and there's many me's, not yep. just in the world, but also in my in my family. So we need to travel. Can you travel for 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 funeral purposes? And if so, uh, what do you need to have? Uh, you need to have a certified copy of the death certificate, and 
an affidavit commissioned by the SAPS. This thing is like an annex to the regulations. It's literally like an affidavit that you need to go get commissioned so wait, by the SAPS. Wait, wait, wait. How do you get a um, a certified copy of the death certificate if the death happens in EC and then the death certificate is in EC? How do they then get you the the original for you to certify this side? Or can they just send you the copy they've certified from their end? Yeah, so... Yeah, that's a technical difficulty um, with this whole certification. Like, if they're there and their original is issued that side, yeah, say they, they, they commission that side and then they send a copy. They, they take a photo and send you a copy of a certified copy. Now you have a copy <laughs> of a certified copy. You see? You know, do you need to now certify that copy? And if you need to certify a copy, then you need the original. Which was the fucking point Which of the is the motherfucking Easter case. What the fuck are you telling me, bro? Fuck are you telling me, bro? But that's what you're telling me. I call whatever. You know? Uh, yeah, you are saying? Yeah. No, that, that's, that's what I was trying to ask around as well. Is like, how do you get around to that? Because... That's going to be tricky, but I'm sure there's a way in a corner. So once you get the, so, okay, you get the certified copy and then how do you, what are the documents you need for like a permit? And then you need the affidavit. Now, the assumption is like these niggas have got like the template of this affidavit at the SAPS. Yeah. So, so then the understanding is you could walk up to the SAPS and say, yo, I need an affidavit to allow me to travel to this province or between provinces or between districts or municipalities or whatever for purposes of a funeral. This is the death certificate certified or commissioned or whatever. Da, 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 da. Then you complete the form, then they stamp it for you, sign it. And that's your permission. That's the, those are the permits that you need in order to you know, uh, travel. Now, that, those are just like the technical difficulties to not get like, I guess, arrested or fined on the roads. Yeah. You know, the trickier things is like, you know, the actual funeral, like you, what changes, you know? Yeah, how do you, how do, you do that? Yeah, because like, bro, like there's a lot of people that got siblings who are in different provinces and shit like that who are going to be traveling. So... You say we've got we've limited it to fifty. Of that fifty people, I can say a significant number is not necessarily going to be from local, right? So those again, there's those people traveling from wherever. So you don't know what you're traveling with. You know, you get there and then the the day to day of. What you mean? What you trying? What I'm saying is, if you if you don't know, you got the fucking roadies, nigga. You ain't know you got the roadies, nigga. What the fuck you mean? Hey, nigga, you ain't gonna trust family. You ain't trust nobody. Nobody's safe right now. No, nigga, I like I love family, but that's what I'm trying to say. It's like that's the risk that comes with family. That's what comes with that type of situation. It's like yeah, bro, like that comes with it, right? Okay, fair enough. Yeah, but it's. But I make the point in the side, but it's not it's not enough of a point to hinder me from making yeah. the journey in the first place. You yeah. know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. But motherfuckers who are talking about like, you know, curbing the what uh, uh, uh flattening the curve or yeah. shit like that. 
Yeah, those niggas don't give a fuck if you love the nigga or you know the nigga or you make you related to the nigga. No, stay at home, nigga. You coming from Johannesburg, you know, from MSM I've seen in Joburg, which yeah. technically is like a, a high uh, infection area within Johannesburg. Really? You know. Uh, which yeah, the north of of of, of Johannesburg, because like motherfuckers be traveling, catching the shit from overseas. Where do they get? Fucking Johannesburg. Where do they stop? Motherfucking Samson. You know what I'm trying to say? These niggas are here to do business deals. These motherfuckers are here. You know what I'm trying to say? Niggas are in transit. So the assumption is like, yeah, there's definitely a high uh, uh, concentration of this yeah. shit. These areas. So people are moving from different areas to one place. And when you get there, there's like activities. So for example, Sizopeg, do you cater for a funeral? Right? How do you ensure that that process is not? Does that is that process affected by COVID nineteen in any way? Like how you cater for? We we dig our own uh, graves, you know, like as a community, you know. And grave digging is like an early in the morning uh, activity. Early in the morning, it's cold, nigga. So niggas is there cold, you know, snot and everything. Digging it for sure, no my nigga. You know what I'm trying to say? So in environments like those, this is an a pandemic for real. How do you then, you know, adjust those processes? It, I guess to in line with the whole theory of flattening the curve. So now motherfuckers might have to think about cremation as a as you know exactly a, what I was about to say. That's exactly what yeah. I was about to say. It's like because I was questioning. I honestly just don't know the truth. I'm not even questioning the actual truth. I just don't know it. But um, like, how far does it go? How far deep does burying our people go? Like, what does cremation take away from maybe our cultural? How long have you? Been, maybe the real question is how long have we been burying our 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 people? Have we always been burying the dead? I mean, well, yeah, you wouldn't I mean, have been doing the body. <laughs> we've always been doing stuff. <laughs> but the thing is... Yeah, we've always been like disposing of the, of the body. True. But now, we've always been burying because we can date as far as like the pharaohs and the, um, and the fucking pyramids. They were buried, technically. Somebody buried in a tomb full of gold, mega shit. So... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So we've been burying. But I'm just questioning, like, what does cremation take away from our spiritual being or, you know? I love how you ask the questions. You ask these questions. I don't know about spiritually, but think about, like, socially. Like, funerals in a family is like, it's a, firstly, you're forced to come together. Secondly, it's yeah, right. You force to come together, and secondly, it's it's not about you, whoever you are. It's not yeah, about yeah, yeah, you, yeah. whoever you are. It's not about you, whatever gripes you might have. So it might be as it might turn out to be that like funerals are good, like the conciliatory, like turf for the family. You know, it's spaces that where even if there is a beef. If the beef were to be sparked under those circumstances, there would be more energy directed towards neutralizing that beef for the sake of we family type of situation. 
So like being at home for three days or, or, or four days leading up to the funeral and like all the, the things that happen, like seeing family, going through all of that is like socially does something as far as like building the building blocks of the family, people who haven't seen each other in a while, you know. If, so if you take, if that's now a thing that only me and the people I live with can participate in, you know, uh, how does that change maybe the fa- family dynamics in general? Well, because now I hear you and that's right. But then I think we can say the same thing for marriages, no? In terms of bringing the family yeah, but together. people die way more than people get and that's part of the point. <laughs> that's part. Uh, that's part of the shit. Like, firstly, we're running out of goddamn space to bury everybody. Everybody buried on top of everybody else. That's one thing. Yeah. Secondly, um, if everybody dying quicker, then cremations should be more of a thing because they're quicker, they efficient. Plus, you get to keep your motherfucking mm. ashes, bro. Like you, like honestly. You know how many people don't get to visit people's, uh, the, their loved ones' graves as much as they want to. Now imagine if you had the motherfucking mm. ashes and you travel wherever you go with them if they're on your, um, on your authority type shit. You'd be good, bro. You'd be sorted whenever. Like, I don't know. I'm just... Are you, so are you saying therapeutically... Like the the process of mourning might be better with an urn in the house instead of a absolutely of a, a, a gravesite somewhere far where I can't with my, like millions of other dead people where it'll take me hours to find. <laughs> yes, and another thing is, one may argue that because um, I know a lot of stories and I've I've been to a lot of funerals where it was a thing where make sure na ukoko na mumama was Either Nabagubu knows his work here, Bashana before her, or no Mawake, or no Munduake, Umianuake, whatever the case may be. So there's that. Maybe Govinda Wonyi, they'll share the bond um, in eternity as well type situation, which I can understand. But if you're going to talk spiritually, then we're, we're, we're almost discarding the whole body situation, the whole physical situation. So it doesn't matter what ends up happening to your physical. If your spiritual being, Mm. if your spirit can end up being with who it's supposed to, which other spirits is, whichever other spirits is supposed to be like, you know, you get what I'm saying type shit. Like, I don't know, bro. It's just, it's Mm. just weird sometimes. If once you're dead, it doesn't matter what happens to your body. It doesn't matter what happens to your body. Yeah, bro. Right? And then for so, us, for us, it actually matters where we keep it. It's cheaper. You know, it's cheaper. Yeah, like, it's quicker. It matters to us how we discard. Yeah. Yeah. So, shit, nigga. Shit. Why the fuck don't cremate? Keep the ashes. You'd be good. Hey, nigga, there's a cost to that, you know? Um, uh, Another thing that I have to consider is like, so now I got the the, the a bridge birth certificate to go see my daughter, but now tomorrow I got to head out to the funeral. When I come back, I can't just go see my daughter or go see anybody. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because the quarantine got us over. Because like my, my quarantine has got to be like intense now because I have technically been in a, I don't know, maybe it's the same thing as going to a grocery store. I don't know. Maybe it's not, there's, 
maybe it's exactly the same as going to a grocery store. Maybe I'm exaggerating it because it's, I have to travel, you know, to do and, it and it's a funeral or whatever. And here's another thing I'm thinking. Everyone there knows we're on lockdown, knows what the fuck is going on. So you can expect a lot mm-hmm. of motherfucking sanitation to be uh, readily available, um, used um, quite often. And, you know, I mean, it's, the, 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 the precaution you're taking is, is valid. But shit, nigga, mm-hmm. I, think, I think people will be taking care about themselves. Nobody's going to be, you know. Yes, listen, if anybody's listening and wants to start a trend, and it's a shitty trend for me to be requesting, but I'm saying if anybody's got tips on how to make funerals COVID safe, you know, you know how <laughs> when you go to a restaurant, you can get halal, uh, wow, and you can get kosher. <laughs> yeah, we <need> COVID kosher funerals. <laughs> well, somebody needs to come up with a guideline. Because, like, we aren't, listen, maybe as black people, we just aren't built to, like, not give a fuck, you know, not come together, not mourn, not share, not comfort, not, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Not come together and just be there to physically support. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, in the time, in the time of death, it's not easy for motherfuckers to say, I cool, whatever, you know? It's, yeah, it's we need closure. Family members to say, yeah, nigang bali, me now. Remember that old 50 nigang bali? Just fine, nigang bali, me She. Um, so if anybody's got a, a family, um, I mean, a, a funeral, a kosher, a COVID kosher funeral uh, recipe, please put it out online. Because um, really, I mean, I can imagine like how crazy infection levels are at like funerals and shit like that. Like motherfuckers is coming from all over the place, you know, and it's rare that you see a funeral where it's sunny. It's always raining, even on TV. Funerals it's always like a cold. It's always a day where you could catch the flu. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm with you. I'm with you. It's gonna be tricky. It's gonna be tricky. But man, I don't know. I hope it goes well though. All right, that's all on my side from the COVID updates. Um, hopefully, um. Yeah, nigga, we survived this shit. On your side, do you have anything on your list of items to get into? Um, not about COVID. Corey can chill. Um, mm. So, some interesting thing happened. There's this trilogy of movies. And I forget the... Yo, just watch out. There's, there's wind where you are, bro. What, you can hear this shit? No, not now. But like when a, blur, like a, a gust of wind comes through, I can hear it. Yeah, and I don't know how to tell God to stop that for a second, but um, okay. It's I, no, it's cool. I can hear you. You're clear. Anyway, so there's this trilogy of movies, and I think the first one I forget is the is the first one, right? But it's Unbreakable and Split are the two that I'm remembering, and then there's the first one. Uh, Oh, the ones, those movies by uh, M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, my sleeping ass, I finally got around to watching Split last night. Yeah. <laughs> right? And that shit was crazy. That shit was crazy. 
Because I tried watching it on my own and the starting of it is honestly discouraging. It's unlike the other two movies. Those had a good starting to make you follow some shit. But for me, it was like, ah, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I watched it and I'm like, oh, shit. And then the ending was fucking epic. Epic, epic, epic. Right? Um, And then... I was so I was just thinking about it. It was crazy. And then this morning, I was like, "Yo," because so to break this shit down, just to remember the shit, that nigga has split personalities, and they all believed that they were them. They were existential. They were their own personality. They were real. Yeah, they were real. Right? And separate from everybody else. Absolutely. Absolutely motherfucking-lutely. They had their own sicknesses. They had their own fucking language barriers. or language strengths. Nigga. They had different, like, strength abilities. There was a baby, and there was, like, a fucking old lady, and there was, there was the, a the, fucking the, crazy motherfucker. There was a gay nigga who, who loved fashion, who was Barry. Um, there was a lot of other characters, because there was 23 in total. Um... That were known personalities. That shit was insane, bruh. But now they play on the concept of belief, right? They believe believe it so much it becomes real. Yeah. It's fucking real, right? Um, and then because there were 23 different personalities all believing in their own thing, that's 20 that's the power of 23 different minds all in one. It's just unfortunate it couldn't activate all at the same time, which would be insane. Which is the concept they're playing with uh, when they talk about how people who suffer from certain mental illnesses may be more evolved due to that. Like certain mm-hmm. other parts of their brains have been accessed, and I don't know. I've always had this crazy theory. I don't know for what reason. I don't know where it came from. But back in the day when you'd see a lot of mad people on the roads, in the streets, in the hoods, like Sasa's with Kodi Nchanyi, Sasa's with Kodi Nchanyi, Sasa's with Kodi Nchanyi, leave him alone type situation and everything will be good. Um, and then, so you saw this growing up. And then, this one time I remember thinking, I'm like, yo, what if... What if that nigga, something may have happened, uh, maybe he got into an accident and bumped his head or some shit like that happens, and another part of your brain, acts like he accesses another part of his brain that's not supposed to happen uh, naturally or organically. And that hmm. imbalance, that imbalance drives him crazy. Like, not even him crazy to us, like he's now operating on that level and it's like his brain is just processing too quickly. He can't even get it on shit. I know, I know, right? Stick with me on this. Stick with me on this, right? I'm saying. So that is what creates Utanya in our perspective. Because mm-hmm. he's not here. Like he's not here type thing. But anyway, so that back to the movie, then they play with that Uti. Um the mentally ill are more evolved. Even so, the movie ends where these niggas, there's this character Dennis and this other lady. 
um, these two personalities, they believe they can talk to each other. They, they, they cool with each other. They kick it. And then they have this belief that there's this monster. Um, and they describe the monster. They give it its characteristics. It can climb up walls and whatever, whatever, whatever. And they believe in it so much that it becomes real. And these motherfuckers were doubting. It's like, yo, even the psychiatrist who believed this nigga was doubting um, the belief in the monster, like the creation of the monster. Like, come on now. Like, human, the human body got to have limits. You can't just grow tall. Yeah, because, yeah, those motherfuckers are describing somebody with, like, fucking Bigfoot powers. That's nigga. what the fuck they're describing. Nigga, oh, it's like, like a, a big-ass nigga who's tall as shit, who's ripped up with muscles, has hairy fucking knuckles, um, can climb up the walls and shit. So they believed in so much, they created that shit, that nigga actually fucking transformed into that shit. Now, I know... People know it's a movie. We all know it's a movie, but it's the concept of. It's all happening on the same body, bro. Like that. Bro. Nigga, why does he not? How are injuries not like catching up with like personalities? How are they not all injured? And this nigga had journals, bro. Like, yeah, he recorded digital journals of different characters. Like, there's this one character who comes up as like, huh? They don't believe us. They think we're not real. Then why the fuck am I the only one who needs insulin or some shit like that? He needed this injection. He needed some medication to 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 keep going. It's like, yeah. how the fuck am I the only one who needs this shit? And it's some real shit. So that therapist knew it, but it had her doubts or whatever. So it had her limits, rather, let me say. So the monster comes out, bigger shit. This nigga can really motherfucking climb on walls because he simply fucking believes mm. this shit. And, oh, an important thing. In the movie, they say there was the study of uh, this therapist had a, had a patient that was blind, right? patient was blind for a, a long time in her life and then suddenly developed this uh the splits or uh, the side uh, they call it side or whatever but the, a split personality yeah split personality yeah she developed three of those and all three of those were sighted she could see those other ones mm-hmm. could see so the belief in the sight like i don't know cured the 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 membrane you 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 fucking eye membranes or whatever. But like, how, yeah. How do you believe that you can do something that you've never experienced yourself doing before? But you, it's the mere fact that you don't believe in anything else. You don't see it in any other way. Your brain needs to. But like, if if you're blind if you, and you've never seen a tree, right? How can your, your belief, your imagination, create a tree? No, no, no. You're not imagining shit. That's what I'm saying. You mm. become sighted the same way babies are born sighted. They don't choose to be or imagine themselves uh, seeing. That's just their reality. Mm. So, so they, you, can cure, you, you can cure physical ailments with absolutely. just the, power, the willpower. Like your, fucking yeah, punch your brain. Yeah. <laughs> your, your brain is going to send out. If you believe, you send this signal to your brain. It's like, yo, I don't give a fuck what the fuck is going on. This is how shit really is. That's what I believe in it. And your brain makes it right because your brain always has to make sense of everything, of your whole body, of your situation. That's why even if you see something running past, you can quickly try to imagine what it was. Either a man running past or no kwaja or a dog or your brain's trying to make sense of what the fuck was going on, right? Um, so even the body reflects the same way. Um, so... 
the monster comes through in the shit in the in the movie and then kills all those innocent girls or whatever who've never experienced pain. They were they were talking about being broken, mentally broken. So no mental illnesses. You haven't gone through a pain that breaks you emotionally. Um, mm. like that, mm. right? And then she he the fucks up the two other girls. And then gets to the third girl, discovers that she'd been abused as a kid. So she'd been broken. Like her mental is crazy as well. And she's chill. And the monster chills. There's like, oh shit, you're pure. You've been through some shit. You know life. You can understand pain. It's right? what those motherfuckers were saying in, 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 in Bird Box. So what the fuck was that movie? Bird Box? No, Bird Box was fucking crazy. That, that was just. But- Listen to me, but when yeah. you listen with crazy people who escaped from a mental asylum and they saw the crazy shit, the nigga who, who got into the house said, you must see, right? Because like in those crazy motherfuckers, that, it's like an analogy, a similar analogy to this motherfucker saying, because this girl's been through trauma, she's pure, right? It's similar to those crazy people saying, because they've seen whatever that craziness is, you know, that's the way to go. Everybody should be going in that way. But continue. Yeah, I just the, the reason I just well, let me just say I agree with that. What I just didn't like in the movie is that the crazy people were still affected, and they probably ended up killing themselves once they convinced everybody else to kill themselves. But yeah, it's fine. So in this no, movie, the crazy people were the only ones who didn't kill nobody. They're the only ones who were like no, they were showing the crazy. others. They were showing the others this thing causing them to kill themselves. So they were also possessed okay. in a way. But yeah, uh, that's whatever. Um, this thing, the, the, the master ends up leaving the girl. But the classic line that he said before he left is like, oh shit, now I forgot this line. I wanted to quote it. Uh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Oh shit, yeah, he said, he said, right? This nigga is approaching the, the fucking girl. She got a shotgun. He approaches, he shoot, she shoots him point blank with a shotgun. Human body in this monster form, monster belief. This nigga believes his bulletproof yeah. shit. Yeah, this nigga and, believes he's fucking bulletproof. Yeah, and, and he really fucking gets up from the first shot. They shoot him again with a fucking shotgun, point blank. And it takes him a while, but he gets up from the second one. How the fuck a human body does that? But anyway, um, and then while he's ripping the bars apart, he sees all of that shit and he's like, the broken are more evolved, right? Mm. Speaking to um, the fact that she's seen some shit, so she's... Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, my bad, my bad. So she, he, he's talking about the fact that she's seen some shit, so... She's been broken and she survived it. She knows pain. Uh, the, now that line, the broken are more evolved because he was broken in the sense that he had the split personalities, which all had their different beliefs, which broke him because he could never stay in one fucking thing. Um, but it caused an evolution because he could, he could physically fit into all these different. It was now his, yeah, it was now his superpower. His yeah. brain had found out a way. To keep that one body alive, right? Yep. yep. By switching to the missing way. Yeah, like think about it, right? If you are a human being and you have fears, 
I've got a fear of heights, right? And you're in a situation where you need to climb something, motherfucker. Oh, you die, nigga. Wouldn't it be like, like you know, cool like, okay, to have a personality? Yeah, you know. Let me, let me switch to this nigga real quick. Let me call this nigga real quick. Hold on, hold on. Fam, it's some real shit. It was some dope shit, bro. And whenever he's now, yeah. No, no, oh, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so now, no, 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 that's it for the movie, right? The broken are more evolved. That's the line that stuck with me. That was the concept of that movie and the belief yeah. in yourself thereafter. Like that was, that, that shit just mm-hmm. was beautiful, right? So this morning then, it got me thinking. I'm like, oh shit, what else do I know that has this concept? The motherfucking Uchiha. The more okay, tell like, me more. Like the Uchiha's ocular power is based on the fact on the emotional strength or the emotional mm. outbreak. I don't know which the more fucked up you are, the stronger it gets. Yes, because the more the more shit you've seen and dealt with emotionally and bounced back from, the more stronger you are emotionally. It makes sense, right? Even in just us in normal mm. life, anywhere. And then mm. because you've seen some more shit. I guess the power of the eye allows you to see more shit or whatever, however they, they, they structured that. But your, 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 you, your powers evolve. Every time you get broken by a situation, your powers get stronger and evolve and ascend a certain level. So it was like, and they talked about it. The so when that motherfucker slaughtered his whole fucking clan, he was the strongest because oh, he went Killing all those motherfuckers. Is oh, that what you say? No, yeah. Well, Itachi. Itachi gained his powers. Well, Itachi, when he slaughtered his clan along with the other nigga, they had already both been through some shit. They had already gained his powers. Itachi uh, experienced the Great Ninja War. I think he was, what, four, five, four. But he was young, eight, nine, somewhere there. Mm-hmm. He saw the great ninja war, saw people dying in war. He was killing niggas at war. So he's been mature. It's like a maturity thing, I guess. Um, but um, so by the time he slaughtered them shits, it was done. So they spoke about it. The Hokage spoke about it on, on, on the show, Naruto Ogutsi. It was a curse. They saw it as a curse. Their emotional curse that... If we ever anger these niggas, if we ever mistreat these niggas, if some shit ever goes down, even in their old fields without us fucking with them, they may lose control mm. of their powers because they've been hurt that much. And so you could never have made an Uchi hire a slave. Hell nah, nigga. Hell nah. That shit ain't working. Yeah, that shit ain't working out right for you, nigga. That shit ain't working out. It's not in your best for you. In your best benefit to be mistreating an Uchi, is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> it's not advisable. Don't it's not advisable. <laughs> don't do that shit. Quit that. In the same way they talk to Kula about the Ikanya, just leave the motherfucker alone. Leave the motherfucker okay, alone, bro. Cool. You know, you don't start some shit, there won't be no shit. But um, so it was just interesting. It's like, oh shit, they've been playing on this concept with the Uchiha, and then this movie, well, it's it's an old movie now, uh, but it was beautifully. Yeah, it's like 2016. Yeah, it was beautifully. Unbreakable was the first of the trilogy. Split was 2016 and 2019. A movie called Glass was. No, the, no, the no, 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 no. That's the thing. Glass is Glass is between it. Split was the last one, was it not? 
Because I've watched Split was 2016. I've watched unless you're saying the first one is like that, the sixth sense, the old Bruce Willis movie. No, not that one. I've watched Unbreakable. Because Unbreakable is the first one with Samuel L. Motherfucking Jackson. Um and Bruce Willis. And then Unbreakable was this. I mean Split, yeah, yeah. Split was the second one. Okay, it, it, okay. Yeah, I need to watch class. Then class would be, yeah, yeah. I need to watch class. Well, listen, me on my on also on that part is like I understand that. Okay, let me break it down. One, no idea is original. That idea manifests itself in many, or yeah, manifests itself in many different ways under yeah. different. Ideologies or streams of thought or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah. So it's but it's dope to see the reoccurrence of an idea because it means okay, this thing has vibrated through the world enough times for the echo to still be coming back, you know, uh, from these different places. And there's also motherfuckers like I know I know motherfuckers that I grew up with who were same-minded, if you call it that. The niggas, you know, left the Makayas and went to the big cities, and then yeah. niggas came back not yeah. completely there. So some niggas smoked a fucking um, uh, uh, whatever the fuck you call not crazy. You smoke your sanity away, uh, okay. if that's what you call it, whatever the fuck it is that you're smoking. Um, so it's also tricky to like bottle it in one, that thing. So would you say that somebody who and like who hit a bad trip and never got out of it, for example. Is that, a, can you see a superpower angle to that? Or, can, or are you saying that even that could be a potential breeding ground for a split personality, you know, that can fly or fucking, you know, super strength or great speed or whatever. Like, imagine I wake up one day, you know, I smoke too much. I wake up, I feel like I'm fucking LeBron James. And I'm out here busting all you motherfuckers down, niggas. Everywhere. Nigga, you ain't never seen me nowhere, nigga. Every, all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm on YouTube fucking dunk <laughs> videos. Who's this regular motherfucker out here just demolishing? Hey, niggas, bro, bro, listen. Hey, if you can do it, that's, that's, the, that's the shit. But, um, the thing is, it's a different thing with a motherfucker who puts himself on a trip. Because I don't think self-inducing it would be once in a trillion type chance is what I imagine. So any small... So you think most crazy people didn't... It wasn't like a consequence of dumb shit they did themselves. No, I'm saying the cra- most crazy people may be about that life. But certain crazy people may have just been caused accidentally, um, mm. um, you know, to 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 have some shit like that. Or certain people who are born with it get in most cases like the shit on splits because he was born with the split mm. personalities. Um, mm. That may, you know, it's a natural and organic occurrence. It may prove to something more. A mutation works like that. You just come out the box like that. So... I don't know. It was some shit, though. Yeah, I mean, listen. Um, I guess as a Rick and Morty fan, I can never really write off the possibility that that is happening, and I just don't know about it because I don't speak the language, Bro. or I'm not involved enough to understand. You know what I'm saying? I guess I can't. Um, I can't write that off. 
Um, I mean, there has been like things like physical strength. Yeah, there's definitely yeah um, uh, abilities or strengths that people have because their circumstances are different. It doesn't even have to be a, a mental disabilities like physical disabilities create put people in circumstances where in order to adapt physically they need to be you know have a much stronger upper body than you know anybody else would feel the need to have you know because maybe yeah. they're crippled in their lower body or whatever you know what I'm trying to say so um yeah, I, even, I saw something yeah uh-huh continue 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 no because I'm thinking um even on simple you know the whole story of uh, a mother has the strength of a hundred men when she has to rescue a baby type situation like she can lift a car mm. under up her baby um and as far as I know i've heard I've read enough stories from enough places that I trust to understand a situation like that to be possible um Mothers will do anything. Even in nature, you see animals do anything to protect their kids. So human beings are the same. Mm-hmm. And now, relating it to a story Kobe was telling, like when they asked him, um, they asked him how he shot those legendary free throws when he tore his Achilles in the game, right? And it's like, you know, imagine you in your house, right? You downstairs. You got your babies upstairs. You're all chilling and it's beautiful. And then suddenly the house catches on fire. Right? Now imagine you're hurt in that situation. You hurt your leg. You're probably on crutches. House catches on fire. Your kids is upstairs. What you going to do? You go become unsuccessful. Like you know, you go, you go be limping. <laughs> like you, you, I know you're not gonna be limping upstairs. You're gonna be running your ass upstairs. Get your kids to get up that house, right? Because when it's about, it's a, it's about. He said priority, which kind of downplays the whole situation, really. But it's about the importance when you, the value of the situation, like when something else is you value that greater than whatever the fuck pain you're going through. Like, you, your kid. Priority. Right? Yeah. Which don't please, I don't you know. Prioritize the life of your loved one over the pain. Now, imagine, imagine translating that fucking situation into a game. He tore his motherfucking Achilles. Nobody walks that shit off. But the game was so important because that game was getting us into the playoffs. That game. Mm. He hadn't rested the whole game. He played like 42 minutes in that game. Mm. It was that important that fuck the Achilles, nigga. I fucked all of this pain. Fuck all of this shit, nigga. I don't give Nothing matters. When they talk about niggas in the zone, nothing matters, bro. And I swear to God, if they didn't tell Kobe to get out that game, that nigga probably would have tried to play through that shit. Like, it, mm. and so it, it, it's crazy to see that shit, um, in terms of just like believing one thing over another so greatly that that's what it is. It takes priority. But there is somebody else. There is someone else you can look to see of another example. And this is an example you'll also appreciate, especially coming off of Kobe. Yeah. Netflix has got a documentary called The Last Dance. The Last Dance. Michael Jordan. Yeah. The fucking Michael Jordan docky. 
I started watching it yesterday. I think they're dropping an episode a week, like fucking next week on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think they've got like two or three episodes out now. Um, it's 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 around the the the, the last year, the year after they'd won their fifth title when they were uh, going for their sixth title. Uh, I think the final year of the Phil Jackson, Michael Jordan, Dennis Rodman, Scottie Pippen, and those guys. uh, Steve Kerr, motherfucker. Fucking Steve Kerr, you know. (laughs) (laughs) They had had a camera crew around the team and Mike specifically around that time. So there seems to be a lot, quite a bit of footage um, available uh, of what was happening at the time. Um, it's dope to see like Mike, like how I'm able to see LeBron and fucking Anthony Davis and fucking, you know, like young basketball players and old basketball players who are still playing and who still just love the game instead of like seeing Mike as this old nigga who's the legend. It's so dope seeing a lot of footage of like him in, in his prime. Um, I don't know what happened. So I'm discovering everything. Like, I don't know what the fuck happened after the, in the last year of the Bulls. Don't tell me, don't spoil it for me. <laughs> nah, I know nah. they didn't win six. And they, I don't, did they do two, three beats? I ain't going to spoil it for you. I ain't going to spoil it for you. Yeah, me. so that's the question, right? The question is, at the end of this day, is this going to be epic or is it going to be sad? Because like, it would be crazy if Michael Jordan chose to do a documentary about the one season that he didn't win. <laughs> that would be fucking... Because <laughs> then I feel like, oh, niggas is lying on Mike. Niggas say Mike always want to win. This nigga had a documentary about the one season he fucking lost. Nigga, come on, bro. You gotta love uh, Mike. Nigga, this nigga... That's this thing is humility is on a hundred. That's a shit. Yeah, but so like that, um, yeah. it's dope though because it's got like a lot of like, it's just like epic figures in like Pat Riley, you know, Phil Jackson, um, the owner of the Bulls, you know, yeah. um, the team at the time, Scotty's on it, Dennis Rodman's on it, Mike, a lot of Mike, Mike's mom is on it. You know, my ex-college coaches are on it. You know what I'm trying to say? So I'm like, okay, this is VIP access content, my nigga. This is yeah. VIP access content. If Mike lost, and this is what he invested himself into, he's a legend, bro. He's a legend. <laughs> he didn't need a documentary. He didn't need to make his own documentary about his wings. Do you understand? <laughs> but anyways, I'm just guessing here. I'm not sure how it's going to end. Um... Ah, um, you know, you know, I saw that shit on Netflix, right? And um, I was mad because for the longest time, I've been calling. Um, you remember this, the Kyrie Steph Curry? Yes, the Kyrie Steph Curry uh, game the, seven, the game seven, uh, game winning three point shot. Like yes, yes. I was calling that. Was that the dance. Dance. was the last dance, bro. That was truly oh, the nigga, last dance. Jackson wrote that shit down, nigga. That nigga had titles for seasons. He had like names for seasons. Like you know, if like you were shooting a a, a series, yeah. and season one had a name, 
this nigga had names for season. That nigga had the name for that one was the last dance, nigga. And All the way in 98, 90, whatever. Yeah, no, that I mean them years, them years was epic. Them years were truly epic. But so I, I'm just saying I haven't watched it yet because I was just mad. Because they took the name The Last Dance. But yeah. Um maybe I should have read a yeah. Phil Jackson book earlier. Hold up, let me fix something. My battery's about to die. Okay, nigga. We're gonna take a break. It's the Vana Podcast. Sponsored by all the niggas who listen to this shit. All the beautiful ladies who listen to this shit. Come through. Check your boy out. We live, man. You don't even know. You don't even know. You don't even know. Yeah. You don't even know my name. I remember when we met. 2017, summertime, good December. Shall Glenwood, spell it called So you walk by, of course I had to enter. Young Sarafina, put your number on my iPhone. On your way to work, but I can't let you go. I can't believe that you're single. Sun kissed skin, suntan, looking great, sis. Let's go on a date. Full moon, ozon, paza, miss. Young fly, cheap, you know me, too wavy. Hello, that's some last bad shoot. Too crazy, I showed up drunk. You don't even mind, thank God we've undone. Full of chick, pipe, wood, smoke, like a pan. School, you make this, boss, as I'm with a man. Yeah, you don't even know my name. You don't even know my name. You don't even know. You don't even know my name. You don't even know. Back to the future. Credo Moto. Girl, you were alien. Girl, mixed African. Weeb is Brazilian. Or was it Peruvian? Too many questions. Ain't no question of feeling that connection. Eight time we sex, same feeling like the best thing. You made an impression. You made an impression. I think I get the message. Sex so good, think we gotta repeat it. Take a selfie, think I might just retweet it. Ex girl hating on you, eight times see it. I don't even mind, you so far, I might keep it. One of these days, much is going one knee. David Dali tucks on the beach, I can see it. They K like Scott's back, that could be it. Summertime, I'm like the playlist, to repeat. Yeah, you don't even know my name. You don't even know my name. You don't even know. You don't even know my name. You don't even know. I'm still here. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Ah, cool, cool, cool. Um, can we just do one more segment? Well, do you have anything else to add? It's just music. It was the by Lanster item. Yeah, just let's the, talk about that. Music. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about by Lanster. Let's talk about that. So, <laughs> by Lanster was named. Well, not named. He 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 was number one on Miss Cosmo's top five. Um, shout outs to the nigga. Shout outs, shout outs to by Lanster. Shout outs to the homie. And this comes off of I saw that last week the homie was number three on the same top five. Um, so it's dope to see that it climbed up um, through all of that. Now, 
Okay, let me get you. Let, yeah, say what you want to say about that before I get into something. Yeah, all I, all I wanted to, do, I just wanted to ask the question to say, so um, off of Spijonga chapter two, he had the track called "Okay Fine," featuring Zulo, yeah, and um, Solo, yeah, and Don't Track is the last joint on it, and this is a track that's now. Uh, top of the charts on YFM. It is YFM, right? Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's 5FM. Yeah, no, I think it's 5FM. Is it 5FM? Yeah. Yeah, so even better, you know. I guess even better. I don't know how radio works. Is that a know. bigger market? I have no idea how I think 5FM is a, is, a, is a bigger station than YFM, so maybe maybe that's um, that's accurate. Um, so I wonder what that means like for him right now. Like, you know, I'm curious to hear from him. One, what does it mean for you as an artist who's felt, I guess, overlooked in the industry? Does this feel like a look? Does this feel like a look? And what does it look feel like to you? Is it like what, when you were, you know, unhappy with the amount of like attention or whatever you were getting from like the the, the, the people in the industry, does this, soothe that feeling, you know? Is this experience better? Maybe COVID-19 fucks everything up because maybe it would be easier to bask in it if events and shit was still happening and you could do shit and get shows and this, that, and the third as a result of it. Maybe that dampers the spirit. But I'm very curious of from a personal, like, emotional feeling, does it feel... Yeah, you know, what does it feel like? What does... Is, is that what you imagine making it to feel like or is making it the money or is do you understand I'm very curious to see um how that goes and then the other question is it like how do you then capitalize so you've made the music the the the, the playlisters have liked the music and have playlisted and the listeners have listened to the music and have put it on the top of the charts right so yeah. How do you capitalize? What's the what's the, the what are the practical steps of capitalizing on that portion of the journey? Yeah, that's going to be tough to get an answer from him. I imagine right now in this COVID state, because um, I think like a lot of shows would be being planned and whatever. But yeah, we'll we'll definitely have a sit down. I'm curious though. Mm-hmm. One of two things. One. Which, do you imagine, did you imagine that song to be the one that's on radio from the project? Yeah, nigga, that was, that was the, that was the song. That was like the, that was my, that was like my top song. As far as like musicality and like what, what I would pick to be the one to have popped. Yes, that's the one that I would pick to pop. No, okay, I get you. And that's the right answer as well. But in terms of radio singles, I thought the bike song would be something someone would catch on to a lot more. Someone like a radio jockey would catch on to a lot more. Or an A&R person at radio. I'm sure there's, I'm sure like there's, a, there's an East Coast radio radio jockey that's playlisting. Uh, yeah, 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 definitely. Personally, it was like, it was, the, it was last in the sequence of preference. You know, okay, fine was at the top, and the bike song was at the bottom. So and and, and like, your, on your personal, Shandis, right? 
Yes. Yeah. At the bottom. Right. Absolutely. I, I agree. I agree. Um, it's 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 the first on the list of four. I agree. Um, but honestly, I just thought on radio that's the single someone would have picked. But I I'm so I'm glad. I love the fact that it was okay, fine, because that's my favorite song as well. Off of that, uh, of of mm-hmm. e, e, e chapter two. Now, a second thing I'm curious about is: Does it take getting on radio, getting number one on someone's um, someone's top forty, top ten, top whatever, for the conversation to begin around your name? Because I said this a couple of weeks ago, like. I still haven't heard anyone, any podcast, any po- even the podcast uh, talking about when they're talking about upcomers, people. That's what you mean. Say it with your chest, nigga. No, say it with your chest. You haven't had. Yeah, I haven't heard. You haven't heard the podcast talk about it. Not even because I don't. No, because I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to uh, put them out alone as if they're the only ones who sleeping on the kid. Everybody out here sleeping on the kid. So I don't want to just mention them alone. Ain't nobody talking about this nigga dropping this shit when this shit has been popping. Now, I don't know whether it's because he's, it's popping on the internet and it's part of our circle of people we know we fucks with and we listen to music alike. Maybe that's why they, it ain't getting there to them. Now I'm curious to, now that it's number one on Miss Cosmo's show, and she's part of the podcast specifically, will any conversations then begin? Like, I know a lot of people listen to her shit because she was a judge on Nasty C shit with uh, MT, their live band as well. So Miss Cosmos plugged in to a lot of shit. Not yeah. just the fact that she's going to be now talking about it on the podcast, which I expect and can't wait to see if it happens, but even a lot of people who listen to her show Will the conversation now uh, uh, begin? Because who wants to has his following? Just like they always talk about, yo, your big hash has his following, your A has his cult following, your nasty C's, your whoever's has their following. Who wants to has his following online? So just as much as anyone. So I'm just curious to see, like, is this what it took? Is this what it takes for this shit? My question is, what do you want them to say about the homie? Because, I mean, here's me playing devil's advocate. Yeah. Miss Cosmo's got a show. It's got a top 10. Every week she's releasing a top 10. Yeah. And every week she's releasing an episode of the podcast. But they probably record it once a month and release it in three snippets between the dev recording and the next recording. So one recording a month. So that, every man that, that, that Cosmo used to, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm with you on that one. But the reason I'm bringing this up right now is because that used to be the case. Right now, they're recording COVID style. So they're also on lockdown recording just like COVID us. style. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> they're also on lockdown recording just like us. And um, they're recording like 45-minute, hour-long episodes at one go and releasing them in one go. And re- recording like two, three episodes a week right now. So this should have been happened recently. We can expect within the next two, three episodes, um, anything to be brought up. And the reason I to, I want I want him to be part of the conversation is because the music he's making is a bit of dope shit out here. So we can't just mm. be sleeping as if nah. Okay, so the expectation is commentary. 
is commentary on the music. To Absolutely, say, yeah. Yeah, comment, this, is, this music is good enough for you to express a view on your platform. Since that's what you do. I'm not even asking you to Since go out of your you way. On this yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, listen, I think uh, what's this shit? The Night's Volume 3. Night's Volume 3. Kakimosabi. Oh, I think they also listed like, so there's a lot of um people who are putting together lists of music that you want to listen to, like newly released music, you know, COVID uh, in the, that was released either early in the year or in the time of COVID, you know. So they've been definitely been like getting on a lot of those Just lists. Technical difficulties. Bear with us, bear with us. So um, I think I was, I was trying to ask whether... Outside of like a podcast, who else do you know of who is, I guess, reporting on music that you'd want to hear from, like as, as a Bailanster fan, who I guess is a disgruntled fan uh, because you're not seeing enough of a wave around the home. Where exactly are you hoping to see the change? That's why I'm curious to hear from his side personally to say, as the artist, what satisfies you? Are you looking for that mention necessarily or I? Or economically, are you satisfied with the number one charting song and what that means for you? You know, uh, maybe yeah. the circumstances at the COVID are very particular, and he might feel some type of way now that he might not ordinarily feel. You know, maybe he might be more lenient on the situation now under COVID, and he might be more like, "Nah, nigga, I'm trying to get my money." You know, I get that, and I can respect that. But I'm saying, as someone who's in this medium, I can understand when it's not done. It's not, about, it's not so much about it being done and what it means for him and what it means in the game or in the industry. It's about what it means when it's not done, specifically. Mm. That's what so what does it mean? It means niggas is it means that niggas is trying to blackball a motherfucker, like which I don't understand why. I don't get it. But can be blackballing though if like if he's still charting, if his music is still playing on radio. If they can't stop the music. COVID, the music never stops. They can't stop in the, the music. City. That's what I'm saying. Can't stop the music. Okay. Okay, <laughs> never stop the, the music. But you still can't downplay uh-huh. the importance of such mediums um, mm. displaying what's going on. Like the reason why I remember speaking to an artist. I'm not sure mm. if this nigga's gonna be comfortable with me bringing up this shit, so I won't mention his name. But a Durban artist who was blowing up as well. Mm. And he was talking about how, yo, dude, I'm getting the love everywhere but i'm not getting no love from hype hype ain't say shit and i'm waiting i'm waiting to be like either a freshman cover mm. or whatever type mention like i'm waiting for hype to say some shit right so it, 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 it it's because we understand in the game we understand that these are our reporters they're as important to us as the news is to people's daily mm. lives um, in terms of reporting mm. about the mm. game and what's mm. going on. So when you ain't showing up on their radar 
or when you is showing up, the and motherfuckers they, won't and they choose to ignore you, then it means some shit. Yeah, and I guess I, I understand because like motherfuckers who only discover you because big platforms like the podcast are there are only going to discover the, the people on that part on that platform that are being you know discussed by the by yeah. the panelists yeah. on, on the platform like that. And these are like um now continue. No, I was just going to say these, even though it's on YouTube, the podcast can be looked at as a national publication still because the people who are on it reach mm. a lot of people nationally, just like a hype, just like uh, a sobering, just like a dojo, for instance. Um, so, yeah, it's a thing. But yeah, I'm just curious because the thing is, I'm curious as to why. If it is happening, why? What the fuck the kid ever done to nobody? Like... I don't get it. So that's where my curiosity with the all of this came from. Um, but yeah. No, it will be good to see like what, because I mean, listen, from the conversations we've had with him and we've had with other people who are interested in his career, benefiting, mm-hmm. like all right, when they were here yeah. and with, we had a conversation with OJ, the juice man, with even um, DJ Lab, yeah. Even with DJ Lab, when Lab was here, he was talking about converting. You need to, I think the phrase they were using was pivot. You need to pivot from, you know, the hype that you're getting and you need to convert into something substantive. That's why for me, I'm more curious on how far he is or he feels, he sees himself as being as far as that pivoting is concerned. Does he feel like he's at a he's at a stage now where he's he's able to convert opportunities, you know, or pick up on new opportunities that are open to him for him to convert? Well, yeah, no, he can. He's the only one I think who can give you the right answers for that. So we definitely need him on board. Um, but yeah, that's that's it from my side. That's it from your side, nigga. You know, niggas rolling one J. Uh, seeing as you 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 started the show with a J. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah only right. Yeah, it's only that right. Somebody ends the show. Yeah. <laughs> only right, my nigga. It's only right. Um, yeah, but yeah, nigga, right. you gonna smoke that shit in peace. I'm probably gonna roll my last one for the shift, and then I need to get on a hustle. But I'm gonna hit you up on that. Um, but yeah, it's been a dope episode, my nigga. Shout out to everybody who's mm. out here with us. Blessings, man. blessings, blessings to everybody who's able to like stay locked in. I I saw uh, Fabio talk about how you know he's finding it hard to like stay connected to the pod because of data issues. And hey, that's tricky, bro. Like, can we? Is it possible to break this shit up and 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 distribute it in smaller chunks? maybe like one version which is a full thing and chunks which are just like specific conversations absolutely does that absolutely. make a difference in consumption absolutely. i think if you're listening to this please also drop us like comments on like whether um you would appreciate a version of this that's just like in shorter you know bite-sized tell us, portions tell us, of the content tell us how long you lasted we are 
Young Sarafina Koka Pantalim. Shukuli Tugu Vesi Tanga Sin. Date night like Kizu Vesi Tanga New. Ukokuzo Sinungenzi profile pin. Extra Kizo Sin Libelu post a mean. Young Flame Chicken, not a pretty nigga. I'm more like Dame Dash, ain't no titty nigga. Snap back looking like a halo. New chick looking like JLo. Spark. Wazulu Republic CEO. The name is the name and the logo. Upow. My new chick a lawyer, but she local, so she let me hit her pro bono. Ho. <laughs> I got him bouncing to the pianos. pianos. I got him dancing to the pianos. Hey. Jiggas knows pizza chase, boozle boots and big hits. Jiggas knows pizza chase, boozle boots and big hits. I got him dancing to the pianos. Hey, hey. I got him bouncing to the pianos. Jiggas knows pizza chase, boozle boots and big hits. Jiggas knows pizza chase, boozle boots and big Suggest you take two for bison. Crazy eight bars, my flow so damn enticing. That's Mike Tyson with them bison. When I'm sizing or snipe, I'm a ring, I'm gonna turn me to a Viking. Tick, tick, Buddha, that's the name. Young Flame, that's ahead of the game, I maintain. The supernova status without packing heat. I'm like a flash driving your system. I never skip a beat. Hallelujah, Buddha. Or call me Buddha Squash a nigga. Feed you to my dogs in the dark, so I look trigger. Treat you like Kumpalo, I'm seizing Donang Zoktisha. Treat you like it's mirror or strong, got Dang Zokminya. So step back, claiming dope, but you whack. Claim you run it every time, we always skip you on tracks. And if you that rich, young, and better put it on stacks. Talk is cheap, young blood, Buddha.